Welcome back to Digital Conversations with Billy Bateman. Today, Billy is joined by Professor James Oldroyd. They discuss his research on lead response times, how bots differ from other forms of communication, and the future of bots as a platform. All right, everybody, welcome to the show today. Uh, today, I have the pleasure of being joined by Dr. James Oldroyd, Strategy Professor at BYU. Dr. Oldroyd, thanks for joining us. Yeah, thanks. Great to be with you. So today we wanted to talk about, um, you did the lead response study a few years ago, and we were talking about how that can be adapted from the phone to live chat and bots. So that's, that's what we're going to dig into. But before we, uh, we get into that, um, you just tell us a little bit about yourself and, and what your research focuses on there at BYU. Thanks. Sure. So, uh, Dr. James Oldroyd, I've been at uh, BYU for five years. Before BYU, I was at Ohio State University uh, as a professor there. And then I spent five years in Korea at uh, Sun Kyung Kwan University, which is a university owned by Samsung. Um, and so my research uh, focuses on how people share knowledge and disseminate knowledge and how how um, how uh, time and cadence and those things matter in that. So the, the stuff I've done in the sales space, the research done in the sales space is focused in on mostly uh, looking at how rapid response tends to be the, like the most important. If you had one principle to, to look at the a sales process, yeah. responding rapidly to customers um, can, you know, be probably the, the most important principle you could, you could bring into the sales process. Okay. And then um, before we, we get dig in on that, um, if we were going to look you up on social and do a little snooping and try to figure out who Dr. Oldroyd is, what is something we wouldn't figure out by, uh, by looking at your social profiles? I think so. One of the things you would not figure out. Um, so I lived a year in Israel uh, when I was getting an undergrad in 1995 to 1996. And that's when the, as they call it, the second intifada started, which was the Palestinians fighting against uh, Israel. And I almost died in a bus bomb. So that's, oh, wow. that's one thing that wouldn't show up there. But we, I just happened to miss the bus I was supposed to get on. And that bus, uh, actually, uh, there was a bus bomb on that exact bus. So. Wow. Well, we're glad you missed your sometimes bus. It's, yeah, sometimes it's good to be late. Yeah. Not except in sales. That's right. <laughs> okay, man. Well, let's let's dig into it. So, will you give us just a um, brief overview of the lead response study you did in relation to, to web forms and, and calling people back over the phone? Yeah, absolutely. So, a uh, decade ago, uh, Dave Elkington, who was CEO at Inside Sales, reached out to me and said, I, I need you to, you know, snoop around in the academic literature and see if you can find anything done on you know how long leads last and so i started exploring around a bit and couldn't find anything so i reached back out and said i don't i don't see anything there and he said there's really nothing um i said do you have any data and he said yes and so we began about a four-year detailed study of you know how long does a, a lead last so if somebody you know a, a web lead a web form Somebody fills that out, how long until that lead is cold? And what we quickly realized was that um, 
the data was unbelievably, or the results were unbelievably biased towards rapid response. And so when I first did it, I was looking at hour increments. You know, what if you respond in the first hour versus the second hour, or the mm-hmm. third hour? And the results were so uh, profound that I was, I was, you know, the first hour would just dominate it. And so then I broke it up into five minute increments. And that first five minutes was, uh, you know, 3000 times more, more effective than at, you know, than a few minutes later. And so we quickly realized that this, this wasn't just a, you know, a, a linear decline. This was an exponential decline in the value of the lead so much so that that first second is probably, you know, the most critical thing. And, it, you know, I often these leads were, um, you know, so if, say I went to a, a, a place to, to find a mortgage loan, mm-hmm. I might fill out some information and that would be sent to multiple, multiple providers. And, you know, we don't, we don't, if we liken it to the physical space, it would be like walking into a store and having like five storefronts or, you know, five uh, different store vendors on the same spot. And if I say I need a shirt, whoever responds to me most quickly is probably going to get the sale. Is the exact same thing we found in in the uh, online space, but the I think the reason why it's been so successful and looked at so many times and quoted so many times is because companies just weren't good at it. They just were really poor in responding to their to the leads as they came in, and you know the average rate the average duration was twenty four hours later. Wow, which obviously doesn't work. Yeah, I think it's probably. You would find it's it's even more skewed towards rapid response ten years from from you know right now. Oh yeah, um, and you know it's people were somewhat tolerant then. I don't think there's anyone tolerant now. Yeah, yeah, no, I think it's it's people just want answers and they want them right now. Yeah. Um, so that brings us to why why we started chatting with you is is you know obviously we. We use bots and live chat for for our customers and sales and marketing, and and that allows you to respond almost instantaneously um, to people. And wanted to get your thoughts on how that changes things um, well, and how bots can can join with people. Yeah, it's a great question. You know, I think what's so interesting about it is it, it even responds before I initiate. You know what I mean? So as a customer, I get on there and the bot fires. And you started a conversation, even if the customer is not into a conversation yet. So, you know, it's it's almost pre-rapid response. So you're responding even before the query's there. I, I think it's profound. It's going to have profound impact. And it's a um, you can't do that with the phone. I can't do that with an email. I think bot is really the only mechanism I have to engage the customer before the customer even engages me. Yep. And so. As you know, as we evolve and bots get smarter and smarter, and people get more and more familiar in uh, using them and comfortable using them, I think that, like you said, this is going to be the mechanism where companies respond rapidly to their to their uh, to their customers or to their clients, um, and they can do it even before you know the, the, it's the question is asked even before the customer has a question. What can I do to help you? I'm here. I'm standing next to you. Which, you know, if you go to Nordstrom, the reason why people love shopping in Nordstrom is you walk in the store and somebody's there before you even have a question. 
Yeah, they're there yeah. just standing there. Hey, I'm right here. If you have a question, just let me know. And so I think that's one. The other thing I love about bots when they fire and, you know, so I know somebody standing there is that's easy to do when I Nordstrom and I've got lots of resources. But what if I'm a little stuff, a little shop and I might have five customers in my store already? How do I signal to the client that I'm I care about them, that I'm there? And with a bot, I, the bot can fire and they can actually they can actually engage the, the customers quickly enough that that customer feels uh, that they're getting a, a high touch service like they would, you know, I, again, I'll say Nordstrom or in, any store that really values customer service. Yeah, I, I'm with you on the bots. And another thing is I think they bring, you know, Salesforce did a study on, on that customers want a whole experience when they deal with any brand um, where they buy anything. They're, they're conscientious of everything being linked together. If I've talked to somebody on the phone, um, whether I chat in on live chat or with a bot or I'm on your website, they, they don't want to have to repeat themselves. And I think the bot really plays into that because you can engage them right off the bat and tailor that experience to what, what they need and then bring in people as you're needed or as you have, have the resource to do. Exactly. And so you're, you're engaging them. You know, I, I liken it to, uh, to you know, in, in the old days, you'd walk into a mom and pop store and, a, and, and the doorbell would ding or a door, a door chime would ding when you walked in. Mm-hmm. And sometimes they weren't even in the, you know, you couldn't see them in the store. But when that happened, you knew that you, you knew they knew you were there. Yeah. And so I think a bot firing is the same thing in the, in the, you know, digital space. It's saying, I know you're here. Let's start a conversation and let's move you along. And, and, and then when you're ready to jump over to a person, it's an easy transition over. Yeah. So how do you think, how do you think science um, and academic research are going to influence how we use bots as the space becomes more mature? You know, it's, it's, there's so much work to do in trying to, trying to find out what optimization looks like, trying to find out what, what really is going to work in this space. And it's a bit like the wild West right now. There's lots of, lots of people are saying do this and, you know, and lots of, uh, you know, if you look up any part of the sales funnel, there'll be some advice on what, what to do. But the reality is, is there's been almost no systematic research looking at chat across the entire sales funnel. And so I think it's a, there's just so much for us to dig in and learn and figure out, uh, you know, so right now everything's focused on uh, metrics around the bot itself. You know, are there people engaging with it? Is it getting, is it, am I acquiring emails from it? But not very little, very little research, if any, has been done looking at downstream effects. Yeah. And like you suggested earlier, customers don't care. They're not thinking, oh, I, I want a bot experience. They want, they're trying to do something with the company. And so I think the bot's going to have a profound impact on those downstream events, even if they're not still engaged in the bot or with the bot. And so it's, it's, I think science, as we figure out what, what the entire funnel is going to look like and how bots are impacting across the funnel is one of the key areas that we still have to explore. The other one is we really don't know just the messaging or the the look and feel. there's just so many different elements about bots that 
we, we don't know. So we know a few things. We know people don't like to be tricked into thinking they're talking with somebody when they're talking, you know, with, a, with AI. Yep. Like that's, we, we know that. We know people like rapid. They like rapid response. We know that. But there's just so many questions that we don't know. And the beauty of, the, of bots is that it gives us a good way to, it's all, it's all codified. So the analysis is we can do it easily and, and it's just a matter of linking it and looking across the different uh, aspects of the sales funnel. Yeah. So what, where do you think people should, you know, if we're looking at, at bot optimization, which, which we do at chat funnels and, you know, we're looking at specific use cases for clients typically, you know, like how do we more efficiently book demos or engage people in live chat or have a good chat um, that leads to next steps with the sales agents. Um, what are the questions that, that are top of mind for you that you think people need to be tackling with bots when they're trying to optimize them? Um, where would you suggest people start as if you're, you know, I'm a B2B marketer or, or sales manager, I'm going to put a bot on a site, um, for you, what, what's interesting, where would you suggest they start? So I think that there's, you know, the two principles are, if, if we know two principles in sales, it's number one, rapid response matters. I think number two is start at the top of the funnel. So if you look at, uh, you know, trying to get someone to engage with the bot, that, that should be the first question that any company look at and try to figure out. Because if the bot's firing and nobody's interacting with it, then it's everything else is irrelevant. So the, the very first question and probably the most important question for companies to think about is how do I get customers to engage with my bot that's assuming that the customers want to engage, right? Yep. And it could be, I'm just, this, is, this isn't, the, isn't the right uh, mode of communication, but assuming that, it's, that, would, that it would be the right mode, how do I, how do I get that? And that looks, that's going to look at messaging. That's going to look at when, do we, when does the bot fire, uh, what type of a bot it is. You know, those, so those, those are the kind of the, the elements that I would suggest anyone look at when they're, when they're just dabbling with bots. Yeah, I'd agree, I'd agree in that you got to start at the top of the funnel, but I would take it one step further to really have a use case where you look at the top of the funnel, but make sure if somebody got to the bottom of that bot funnel, it actually would have a measurable result um, for you, such as, you know, you're booking a meeting that is for sales, or maybe they're buying something through the bot, you know, so we can see like, are we actually going to make more money? Um, or save money by by using the spot. So that's right. I agree. Okay. Well, um, Doctor Oldroyd, um, is there anything I didn't ask you that I should have asked you? Yeah. So one thing, you know, I think if we look at what's so. By the way, when you look at any research study that's been done looking at how people communicate uh, with their clients or customers, like you know, uh, a lot will be done on email and phone. Yeah. And, uh, you know, other, other communication channels and bot will be about half that because it's, we're really just starting to figure this out. But I think the future, uh, you know, what, everything that we've done so far with bots has been focused on the sales side. So it's the customer or the, or the uh, company engaging with the client. And I think one thing we'll see in the next five years are actually, uh, buyer bots. So, 
it, you know, I could, I could, as a customer, I could hire a bot to represent me to proactively go do something on my mm. behalf. So it may be I'm interested in, in getting a car or uh, purchasing a car. Yeah. I could activate a buyer bot, which would go figure out which car I should buy and, and actually engage in that buying process. So right, everything we've done has been on the sales side. I think in the next five years, we'll see a shift towards buy side as well, which is a whole nother, you know, we, we haven't even gone there. So it's, yeah. there's, this is just a really fun space to be and be thinking about because, uh, you know, bots, I think we're going to just see so much in the future with, with them. That is, that is interesting to have a bot that would go and like, if I'm going to buy a new truck, it would go and say, you know, I'd put in like, this is my, these are my requirements. This is my budget. Go scour the internet and found and find, you know, the best deal for me. Yeah. Uh, that would be amazing. So. Yeah. So I think we'll see that. I mean, I don't know that we'll get too sophisticated in the next five years, but we'll start to see buy side bots uh, as well as, you know, we already have, uh, good sell side bots. I think we'll yep. see buy side uh, to right, you know, come come into uh, being in the next few years. All right. Well, um, thank you, Doctor Olderoid, for for hopping on and taking a few minutes to talk to us. Um, if people want to continue the conversation with you, where can they reach out? Yeah. So uh, James Olderoid at gmail dot com is my email address. Uh, find me on LinkedIn as well, and. Uh, yeah, I'd be happy to happy to talk with you further, anyone out there. So. Okay. Thanks, Dr. Oldroyd, and uh, we'll chat later. Uh, thanks, Billy. Take care. Bye.